we're talking about. This I think we do. You never yeah. know. Someone, someone <laughs> the, might the not be a <laughs> Yeah, I thought we were talking about the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, anyway. The NBA Finals. Welcome <laughs> to another episode of Hoosier Nerds Podcast. It's everyone but Tim again. Everyone but Tim again. Chris and Mikey. Because this weekend was busy and none of us said anything in the group chat until today. So Tim is probably working. Oh, I'm sure he's working and they're probably busy because, you know, people get stupid on Memorial Day. Yeah. Hmm? And it's hot out and that's what it rises the temperature. It makes people frustrated. I learned this in criminal justice. Like you'll see more crimes during uh, the summer because of the heat. Really? Because people are out and about and the heat kind of rises their temperature and tip like just yeah yeah you could it's definitely been studied like really? there's more crime during the summer just like there's more crime during full moons yeah lots of werewolves around yeah should we say that? <laughs> <laughs> maulings going on yeah. <laughs> maulings maimings yeah bites animal bites mysterious animal bites yeah, people with missing brains randomly <laughs> <laughs> should we start with uh, Top Gun or should we start with uh, the 500? We can start with Top Gun. All right, all right, all right. So if you were living underneath a rock, we were all excited for Top Gun Maverick. Or and... as I like to call it, Top Gun A New Hope. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Honestly, I thought as soon as it showed like the trench run, I was like, I "Yeah, I was like, yeah." There's there's definitely some similarities between the two. No, the the, the target in Top Gun Maverick is three meters. Yeah, close to two meters in Star Wars. And uh, <laughs> same same concept. Either. And we yeah. have our. <laughs> We have our old grizzled uh, vet, and then we have the uh, the young New Hope, for lack of a better Whip- term. Oh, new Ho- oh the, there you the go, young right? Yeah. Um. So let's get like the initial like what do we all think. I I thought it was almost perfect. It's a great movie. It's hard to give it like I don't give a lot. I don't. I won't give it a ten because it's hard to find a ten anyway. It's definitely right. like a nine five though. I agree with that. I agree with that. It is. It is so. I want to see it again. And I, I don't I, normally I see say that. Like just, just just knowing like what it took to like to make it, uh, produce it, direct it, just shoot it. I mean, all the behind the scenes stuff that was kind of released beforehand and. Uh, the interviews with Tom Cruise and whatnot is just like it's definitely a film that he's been wanting to do for forever, and it's come at a perfect time. And it's it really just, is. It's so it great. Perfect. It's his biggest movie ever. I mean, no wonder why they waited. Like, I like. I wish it would have come out sooner, but I'm glad it came out when it did. Like, it did. um, it, I. I don't know. It was great. Well, they I saw during pre-race yesterday. 
well, I watched pre-race last night because I watched race last night. But uh, during pre-race last night, they interviewed Miles Teller, oh, who's yeah. Rooster, Rooster, which is uh, which Goose's is what's son. his, which is Goose's son, right? And he said that uh, before filming even started, before they even did anything, Tom Cruise uh, ran them through a boot camp, yeah. all the pilots and stuff. And he said there is no CGI in that film, and Everything they were just as real as real can be. All those shots are as real as real can be. And yeah. they Tom wanted to make that movie the way it was and he's, he's he was pretty excited about it. So I wonder if like Tom put in some of his own money. I mean he produced it and stuff, but right. I well, wonder I'm if sure like the the uh oh is it, was it Paramount or uh, who shot it? I don't know. It was the studio, yeah. Whatever. Right. Whatever studio. I wonder if like the studio's like, we can only budget this much and then he's like but we're going to need this much. So, and I want to make it the way I want to make it. So here's some money. Like, cause I'm you know, sure. That's, I, I, I agree. I mean, I sense. think, I think, I mean, I know Clint Eastwood puts in his own money sometimes in his movies or he has in the past. Cause of, he wants to shoot it the way he wants to shoot it. And I wouldn't put that past Tom Cruise either. Yeah. And, I mean, you get a great movie when you get when you get the actor's vision on the screen. Right. You know what I mean? He he didn't want to do it unless it was right, and he wanted like it was his idea to put Iceman in that movie. That he wanted him in that movie. So, and I read somewhere they were talking about how uh, how excited Val Kilmer was to get the call from Tom to to come and, and be in the movie again. His son said he was just he was really giddy and excited about it. So, and then they played that off perfect too. Right? Yeah. They didn't like. They didn't seem like they forced it. Like it always came. Like his conversations with them just came at the when when I guess when Maverick needed it most. Right. They didn't be like, oh, here's Iceman. (laughs) I. Mikey didn't catch it, and I, I'm guaranteed. I, I, I bet I bet Chris didn't catch it either. But you know the woman, right? The bartender, the yeah. girl. Her name's Penny, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Right. That's Penny Benjamin. Penny Benjamin is mentioned in the original Top Gun. Yeah, I didn't know that. I know because we about that. Yeah, he he talks about. Uh, um, when he is in the movie with, uh, or when I'm sorry, when when him and Kelly McGillis, the girl he's dating, is in the bar with Goose and his wife and his son, and they're playing the piano and singing, and she, which is Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan's character says, "I heard how you 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 got it on with uh, Penny Benjamin, the admiral's daughter." That was Penny Benjamin because she was the admiral's daughter. So. I like the way they brought that in as kind of a side character, but it's from the original movie, even though we don't know who she is in the original movie. She's just mentioned, and but that that's a great idea to bring that character to life, essentially. Because he had not, he just, they kind of like, it sounded like their lives kind of like, got together and separated and got together and separated and got together and separated. So I think of anything that could have been taken out of the movie 
I felt like that was probably the one thing they could have taken out. Was I think it fit perfectly. It did, but at the same time, I'm like, well, we already he's, saw this last time. He's got to have a love interest. I know. Yeah, but, it, but that's from his past. Everything in that movie is from his past. That and that I think that's what they're keen on. It's it's Admiral Iceman. It's um, going back to Miramar to teach. It's it's Goose's son. Everything is everything is about what Maverick has done in his past, mm-hmm. and now it's all coming together in the present. And I think that helped add to that. Yeah. If you're going to have a love interest, I mean, and that's to me, that's why it worked so well. Yeah, it wasn't just some random, like, uh, cute, cute bartender. Right. Or, or like in the past movies, not just some uh, teacher or instructor like it right. was. But. So. I think my, like, I think. Well, I think I brought this up with Chris, or or with uh, uh oh, who was uh, anyway? One of your, I don't forget his name. Anyway, <laughs> I brought this up. Uh, I kind of thought about this. It's like a lot of times we watch movies. It's like, oh, that that's not real. It's just a movie or whatnot. But like this one, it was like, oh, that's real. It's not just a movie. It's fucking real. Like you can just tell it's the like. When they're when oh man when he's making that first when he's making that uh that run um in two minutes fifteen minutes uh, two two minutes fifteen seconds just to prove to everyone that it can be done like you can hear him like fucking struggling to like breathe and turn and just fly the fucking jet like you oh, can yeah, hear it the... <sighs> yeah yeah he he was really in the back seat of an F eighteen. Well, I, I believe that, but well, yeah, but they were really—he was really doing like that's his actual reaction. To yeah, time. so exactly. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's that's not what just he's saying. Like, I know. It's, it's not. Hit, it's not just him acting. It's him fucking doing it. It's not just a movie. It's it's real, and you can it's you can CGI. you can he see that. Not. Yeah, you can see that the whole movie. The only things that were CGI. Or the SU 57s, the, the gen, fifth generation fighters. I wish they would just call them SU 57s. Um, and then the F 14s. I do not think there's any flyable F 14s left. Really? So I think those are the only two animated things. Why would they not be flyable? Just because they, the F 14 was retired in like 20 oh. or in 2000. They kind of tore them all apart and well, retired. They, yeah. They couldn't upgrade them anymore. And the F-18s are just better. Yeah. And now the new the F-35s are the best things flying in the world right now. And the F-14s that that was flowing in there was that that last one in that hangar. Yeah, the one they stole. Yeah. yeah. I thought we were gonna <laughs> get a whole. I thought we were gonna get like another fourth of the movie that was behind enemy lines. <laughs> I know. I was like, man, like that 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 part was cool too because it's like you never really think about that. Like crashing in, in like a enemy territory, and it's like they have to fight their way out. Like you never really see that. Mm-hmm. You never really hear about that, but that was cool. I totally did not see that coming. That that whole last bit, and it was the perfect amount. Like 
I think overall it was a perfect amount of nostalgia. Like they had the, they had the music, they had the clip, the beep scene. I mean, it was yeah, all right. very similar. I mean, it was all nostalgia, and then is new stuff. It it was just it was, it was really good. Yeah, I I, I had a little did. chub at the beginning when they're doing <laughs> the whole like uh, you know launching planes off the flight deck at the beginning. Right. Of the movie. I was like, oh yeah, give me more of this. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's projected to do 151 million is just this weekend. How much did they put into it? Uh, I don't know. I'm looking it Let's up. see. I'm looking it up. I mean, good description. It's, it's at 124 million. Um, 170 million budget, so it's already gonna make it back. Well, yeah, and that's that's just 150 million to domestic. Yeah. So, what's it going to get worldwide? Yeah, I, I don't know. So, I'm I'm definitely planning to see it again. I want to see it in IMAX. Yeah, I want to see it again. Yeah. Did you guys it. see that TikTok I posted where, you know, yeah, you're sit- oh, I I hope they do a ride like that. I don't uh, describe it. I have to remind me of it. I, I probably um, didn't watch it. So at Disney, a lot of the rides are like 4D instead of 3D. So you wear the 3D glasses, but oh, then they like yeah, yeah. Put, like spray water and blast you with air. <laughs> so this one, it's a guy like in a seat strapped down, getting thrown around. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder how fast is Mach 10? Oh, nine Machs fire faster than Mach one. Oh, it's I legit typed in how fast, and it's like the first. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Holy this is in, shit! This is in miles per hour, seven thousand six hundred seventy-two miles per hour. Shut up. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. That's crazy. They're like, he's the fastest man alive. I like how they put that first because you know he's not going to die there because I mean we got the rest of the movie. The yeah. <laughs> when he just walks into that bar, yeah. Where am yeah. I? <laughs> Earth. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh wait, what? Oh wait, go ahead. I got one more question for you. I was going to ask you: What Top country Gun. do you think they were in? Like fight that was the bad guys, because I think it was, e- it was either China or North Korea just by the markings on the plane, and it was you know, Iceman was the Pacific commander, and he's and he's you know, right. No, that makes sense. Probably North Korea. Yeah, I was gonna say they they specifically didn't say country just to make China happy. I think so they can get into China mark the Chinese market. Right? Yeah. I always just assumed it was like Russia or something because that would be like, because that's always like the past, like the uranium nuclear yeah. stuff that you always think about. I always think about Russia and stuff, but I guess it could have been, it could be China or North Korea too. Or just any country, really, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's not wherever there's snow. So it's so, definitely not Africa. Yeah. <laughs> Not unless it's on like Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. What, what were you gonna say, Mikey? Uh did you guys ever like uh think of what your call sign might be? I, I we probably talked about this before. I think we but... have. 
Well, you don't... when the first trailer was introduced or something. Um, you technically don't make yeah. your own, yeah. but I don't know. I think I wish they would have told us like how they got theirs, though. Like, who gave Bob his fucking call sign? Can I just say Bob was our, <laughs> is the true hero? Dude, you know who Bob is? No. Bob is Bill Pullman's son. Really? Yeah. I just looked, I just was going through Facebook, the news. And yes, Top Gun Maverick's Bob is Bill Pullman's son, Lewis. Huh. Was was he in? The, he wasn't. He was an Independence Day. Yeah, he's was the president he? from Independence Day. I just, I didn't know who. That's who he was. Oh, yes, Bob the Top Gun Maverick, the Bill Pullman son. <laughs> Top story, Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. That's what I just saw, Entertainment Weekly. That's what I've got. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know who I thought? Uh, I thought Hangman for a hot second was a uh, uh, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt too old. I know, but Hangman looked a little like Brad Pitt to me. He played. I thought there was like a really similarity between Hangman and uh, Iceman too. Like, like their characters kind of that arrogant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Iceman like, the best. Yeah. Powell. They call him Hangman because he always leaves his wingman. Yeah, but that's not that's not who Hangman. That that was more that Maverick, Maverick did that, that. That was more Maverick. Yeah. Yeah. So cool, uh, but like, I guess I was like, I thought of one like Panther would be a cool call design, like Cougar, <laughs> yeah, Cougar was a pussy, yeah, <laughs> but and then, like, I guess if it was three syllables, because I found like it almost like all the call signs were two syllables, but I was like, Wait, oh, it has to be... Goose. what, Goose be one. Uh, I guess but, yeah, two or one. Yeah. In my head, it's got to be sh- like my head makes it. It makes me think that um, it needs to be short. So when they're calling something out, they don't have to be like. Well, you had Hollywood Wolfman. I guess Hollywood. Yeah, that is three. Yeah, Hummingbird would be cool. Like do you guys, Hummingbird would be cool. Do you guys do the whole uh, when you're doing that? Do you put your hand underneath your uh, your jaw for the syllables? No. That's how they taught us in school to figure it out. But if it's no, if I it's, just count Hollywood as three. Yeah. No, I I put I do the thing underneath my uh, jaw because every time you lower your jaw is one. Nope, never heard that. I just use my like fingers as I'm counting. Maverick. Just, yeah, I yeah. just counted with my fingers. Maverick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really was like just thinking about it, it really was a new hope well there like, is no buzz or is there yeah it's exactly what <laughs> like it not really a new, a it's a new hope way, but it's a good movie just very I, I, yeah, I, i'm not I, I just found it funny I, and I just I kind of chuckled. I'm like, this freaking Star Wars, dude. But yeah. I, I, I didn't even care. Like, it doesn't matter. It's that awesome. Because Top Gun was that awesome. 
Mm-hmm. And I even told Mikey, I was like, um, it had that. Okay, so you had like the female pilot, right? Which was fine. I'm not having an issue with that. But there was still that level of of like dickhead macho ness from the characters at the same time. Yeah. You see, you had that machismo still. So. But then again, they're all the best of the best. So they all got to be, you know, dickheads. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you got to have that. You have a sense of arrogance. They really did make Miles Teller look like Goose. Well, no, there is no making. All he did was grow a mustache and he ended up looking just like Goose. But the haircut helped, I think. I don't know. He, he just looked just like him, in my opinion, almost. Rooster. And, yeah. Anyways, Chris, do you mind if, or Mikey, did you watch any of, uh, any more of, of, uh, Obi-Wan or just, yeah, I, I watched, uh, I rest the rest of it in the, the second episode yesterday as well. Um, no spoilers. No spoilers. Oh, so good. Oh, I haven't had a I to watch it. I've been it. busy. I'll have to watch them tomorrow. Only two episodes. You got this. I know. But they're 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 fifty minutes about each. Yeah, they're fifty minutes. And then like I looked up Stranger Things. Their first episode's an hour and eighteen minutes. Jesus. Yeah, it's gonna be a while before I even start Stranger Things. So I have yet I still to watch need to get back. past season two of Stranger Things. Season I couldn't get into season two of Stranger Things, so I just quit watching. That's a good that's a good season. That the first two episodes really just put me off and I quit watching. It's a really good season. I just feel like it's been so long since I've since that last that third season came out. It's like I feel like there's no urgency to start season four because <laughs> we've waited so long. Yeah, it's just me. like all right, it, it's it there, went from anticipation to not yeah. caring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's essentially what it is, and you're right. Like I haven't watched either one of us. I've got to watch Stranger Things. I'm like, but. God, I haven't watched stuff all May, so like I, I need to watch Deadly Catch, <laughs> and I need to watch Swamp People, and I need to watch you know, Restaurant Impossible, and I need to watch for TV shows too. But like, and I will put that on the back burner. I will put Stranger yeah. Things on the back burner. I've been, it's been so of, long. I've been in the middle of watching kind of Full Metal Alchemist. So it's just like the live action. No, what? But I I do want to. Oh, see never mind. You. I was thinking for some reason when you said I was thinking a uh, Cowboy Bebop. Oh, no. Yeah. But Obi-Wan is so cool. It is really good. Yeah, I like A little predictable, I thought, but really good. I don't... I've seen a lot of, like... I guess there's really nothing I can... Really don't like about it, I guess. Maybe, like, Leia's character, but I guess I could see some similarities. Yeah. I don't know. I'm try- I'm not. I'm not really saying anything. I just said I don't, don't like the way they. Well, I thought she played it perfectly. Yeah, I, I like. I could see why they kind of have her like that because it pretty much her when she's all grown up still. Like yeah. it's basically the same person. And that's what it looks like. But I don't know. Like that. Like I've seen a lot of TikToks about that chase scene. <laughs> People making fun of it. 
So, yeah, but it was still good. Yeah. Uh, um, the part... I don't think the girl, the one girl, deserves all the hate she's kind of starting to get. The uh, sister. Or not the oh, sister, third sister. Yeah. yeah. I think she's playing her uh, character, like, perfectly. Right. Yeah. I'd like to know why, like, they don't, why they don't trust her. Because people are stupid. Because Star Wars fans are fanatics. No, no, not not Star Wars fans. I don't know why the other Inquisitors don't, like, like her. Well, like from why what I don't picked trust up, her, like, like her, uh, her upbringing, like she wasn't yeah. the Inquisitors. This isn't a spoiler for Obi Wan. Um, Chris, you never, you guys never watched Rebels, and we've never. You, you, you guys have. Have you guys played a uh, Last or Fallen Order? Jedi Fallen Order? No. Do you okay? I've heard of it. But... So all the Inquisitors are are. Uh, Used to be Jedi, except for her. That's 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 what uh, yeah, that's what uh, Obi Wan says. Yeah. So you find that out. I, you find that out in one of the animated in uh, Rebels, and you find that out in the game. Um. So I think that's why they don't trust her. Was she didn't used to be one of them, so she'll she's never gonna be one of them. But well, it's like. So what did she just kind of found like oh like hey she has yeah that's how that's what I picked up was they found her you know joined us it's like oh okay yeah but then again it's like why would why would they ask her to join them if I guess so she doesn't die I guess but probably so she doesn't you know get found by a Jedi. And you yeah. know, taught to fight them. Yeah. You know, might as well have her, on, you know, on their side. Then, and then you kind of—I guess—we kind of know her motivation now. Yeah, of why she kind of stuck with it and why she joined. Mm-hmm. Them, but it's hard to talk about without. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the only reason I was able to say what I did say was like, well. It's, yeah, it's, it's in so many other media that you right. It's hard. It's just hard to work around it. I like. I. I mean, I like how they portray Obi Wan. Like yes, and it's. It doesn't. It's ten years after, and. Is it ten years after? Yeah, A New years, Hope. Yeah. No, no, ten years. It's oh, ten years after Episode Three. Episode, oh, ten years yeah. after Episode Three. Okay, okay, okay. yeah. And it's like, I, um, I guess you could kind of, I would say, I'm trying not to spoil it. It's like, he abandons, like, I guess you could, I guess they kind of draw on this in uh, episode four, maybe, or episode, yeah, four. It's been a while since I watched, but like, yeah, he, so he kind of, I would say he abandons the force. I mean, would you? He pulled a loop. He kind of pulled a loop. Yeah, like he did. He yeah, he disappeared. Yeah, he died. So like yeah, yeah. Okay, so like he abandons the force, and you kind of 
he plays it so good. Like he's like, I don't. That's not me anymore. Like I'm dead. Like, and everybody's like, oh, you're this legendary. You're this legendary Jedi. He's like, I don't know who you're talking about. I'm dead. Fuck, shut up. Leave me alone. <laughs> like it's perfect. <sighs> all you want him. All you wanted him to do is yeah. light his, is use his lightsaber, and he. Yeah. Yeah. He he almost does. I like I'm not, I, that's, I guess that's the spoiler. We're, we're, now, we're, we're talking a little too much. Yeah, we, need, we need to yeah, stop now. Okay. Yeah. Chris, Mike, Chris knows where we live. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Okay. Very good so far, though. I can't so wait. I'll check it. it. I'll watch it. This. I'll be able to watch it tomorrow. I'll probably watch it tomorrow. Yeah. So. I have no more racist. I don't know but... why I, I started. What did, I started it Friday. Did I start? Yeah. Yeah, I started it Friday night. I don't know why I did, because I knew I knew I was gonna fall asleep watching it. But I still, <laughs> I knew I knew it. I was like, I'm gonna fall asleep watching this, but I'm gonna play it anyway. And guess what? I fell asleep. Fell asleep. Yeah. Made it halfway through that first episode. I got too comfy. Got too late. <laughs> Old man now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I will if I can't get through it, I won't start it. That's yeah. Fair. I was like, maybe, oh, maybe. Sometimes you just get comfortable though. Let's except be last night. Last <laughs> night I put the race on in the bedroom, and I just, I I could feel myself crashing. So Speaking I just of set the race. How was well, it like? I I set the timer on the TV and just crashed. Oh, who does that, that anymore? <laughs> just let it go. <laughs> oh no, I just said, well because. I don't know, because I didn't want to hear Channel 13 late at night with their info. Oh. It's like that TikTok. I just saw a TikTok earlier today. It was like, when you fall asleep watching TV, and then, like he's watching maybe like uh, something on, oh, what's he, he's watching maybe like Moonshiners or something. There's something, something normal, I guess. And it's like 3 a.m. rolls around. He's like, and the, and the lion or the uh, the lion Fucking pulls out his six inch dick or <laughs> something like that. He's like, he wakes up, he's like, and the what? <laughs> yeah. There's something crazy. But yeah. I guess that's why you don't you set a timer so you don't listen to that shit. I don't want to hear all that. Yeah, so I said Okay. The race. The race. The greatest spectacle scene. Minneapolis. Well, I went to Carb Day. I'll, I'll start because I went to Carb Day on Friday. We dodged raindrops. We got two hours of practice in, but two people crashed in practice. David Malukas crashed. He hit another car and cut a tire and crashed. And Colton Herta, who was a favorite to go going into the race on Sunday, spun, hit the wall, and flipped his car. So he totaled his car. So when he started the race yesterday, he had zero miles on that car and it showed uh um anyway yeah so we we got up super early and we drove down to the track and we uh we walked around we took our shit to the uh uh to the seats wandered around the infield took mikey i had done all this before it's kind of our tradition me and my brother we always go out they have a gate at the entrance to turn one and you can walk out onto the racetrack. So I took Mikey out on the racetrack. He did a push up. Uh-huh. On the, he did a push up on the racetrack. 
just one? Yep, just one. I was going to do two, but I didn't want to show him up. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't want to embarrass him. I mean, I don't think a lot of people could say they did the push-up. I know all the drivers, they, they kind of lean down, but how many people would actually do a push-up? He's right. I, I mean, I, you know, most people just take pictures like I do. I would have never thought of doing a push-up on, on the racetrack. I guess but, so. But did did you die again, Chris? No, I'm here. You just you just stopped talking. You went but and then stopped. So um, we did the we did the racetrack thing and then we walked around, um, and we ended up near the red carpet. So they come down behind the pagoda. There's a bunch of steps. They come down the steps into the red carpet, and that's where all the celebrities are. So we saw a lot of who's that. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of who's that moment. Those people, I they must be a couple because I looked up. They were on Instagram. They came around in the IndyCar Indy 500 Instagram. Uh, they're skiers, Olympic skiers. So we saw a couple of Olympic skiers and their big ass gold medals, like really big gold medals. Well, for the people that are fans of them, good good for them. They got to see their Olympic skiers. Yeah, and then uh, it was Dwayne Armstrong was the other pacer. Who? Dwayne Armstrong and uh, who's the holiday? Drew? Drew Holiday. No, it was Justin Holiday. Justin Holiday. It was Justin Holiday. There's three holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, those were two pacers. They were there. Uh, Who else was there? Lindsay Zarniak, which she's doing the awards banquet now. Um, boy named Tom. They sang uh, "God Bless America." They did a really, really good job. They won "America's Got Talent." Is that, or they were on "America's Got Talent"? I think so. One of those. Yeah. Um, they were on there. Then the guy who sang the national anthem, Jordan Fisher. I never heard of him. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott was on there. Was there? I that wouldn't surprise me. And uh, the other guy, Braxton, something rather, quarterback for Ohio State. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> they were both there, which I was surprised to see. They're, uh, Graham Ray- they root for Graham Rahal. Graham Rahal's from Ohio, and he's a huge Ohio State fan. So, uh, Martin, uh, Martin Garrix. Who? Martin Garrix. He was, he was there. We saw him. Who's that? He was, he's a Dutch DJ. He was at Snake Pit, too. Oh, that's walked, right. He walked the red carpet. Yeah. Hootie was there, too. Uh, Hootie, yeah. Hootie there, there was thinking, Darius uh, Rucker. Yeah. Darius oh, Rucker Darius was there. Rucker. Hootie, yeah. Yeah, and, and the, some of the crowd was seeing uh, Rock Me Mama. Yeah, they were wagon singing wheel. Wagon Wheel. Oh, yeah. It was funny. <laughs> they were just singing that one chorus. <laughs> they were singing anything else. <laughs> Uh, uh, TikTok star, some TikTok star. Yeah, there were a couple of TikTok. I don't know who those guys were. I know one of them was is in a podcast with Dave Portnoy. Right. And oh, Drew. Uh, Drew was there. Drew Powell. Yeah, Drew Powell. Indiana's own Drew Powell. Yeah. Who? It was in Gotham. 
and he was in Malcolm in the Middle. He's in a bunch of other stuff. Drew Powell, he's a he's an actor. He's from oh. Noblesville. He's a huge Colts and Pacers fan. He really is. Uh-huh. And uh, and he loves the race. So uh, he was at the race, and then uh, the only person we really wanted to see. Oh. We got to see, which was Miles Teller, who plays Rooster in Top Gun. He waved the green flag. So Wow, you go from flying F-18 to Tom Cruise to waving the green flag. Waving the flag. green flag. He looked pretty stoked about it. And then I saw a video of the start when he waved the green flag, and he was like, he was like, jacked up when when the, all the cars went by like he was pumped like he was excited so which i'm sure that's a pretty much of a rush to start the race and have all those cars fly underneath you i gotta look at this video i think it, uh, i think the chain smokers was there but i'm not sure it was a oh duo. yeah that's what we think we was there too yeah that's right yeah, they look like i'm just pulling up the picture now i think that was it but i don't know it's hard to tell we were trying to I was thinking up uh, questions to ask Miles Teller kind of like Comic-Con oh yeah and I was like what's it like to be in a plane that gets shot down and crash and you have to eject like what's the procedure for ejecting out of a jet <laughs> we were going to do that stuff get yeah, punched in the face ask <laughs> <laughs> <Asking> that <laughs> He's like, all right, guy. <laughs> all right, yeah. guy. I'm walking yeah. away now. Yeah, he would have probably just walked away from me. But <laughs> what's it like to eject in enemy territory <laughs> with the bad guys? <laughs> Do you see? Uh, I thought it was cool that Connor Daly uh, walked up on the snake pit. With Steve Aoki, he was at like yeah, before yeah, pre-race. Yeah, Steve Aoki was performing in the stake pit, and he was, uh, yeah, he came out on stage. Uh, in his racing suit with his helmet. Yeah. Did you guys get into the snake pit? I, I remember you tr- no. were trying to. But... No. no, they had the Friday concerts in the snake pit. Yeah, I know. Freaking Kyle was in the snake pit, being a. Basic white girl recording. Oh, there he is, Josh Richards. He was that was the TikTok guy. Who? Oh, that, yeah, Josh. I was. That's right, because I kept on saying, "Where is? Where's Drake?" His name is Josh Richards. He's a TikTok YouTuber guy. Oh, don't. You don't. know that pisses me off. All he does is a damn thirty-second video and act like a dill hole. And he gets all access passes to the freaking 500. And, you know, I get, I can't get shit unless I write. And then, then my passes are limited. Like he even got up in, he was in the, um, it was up at the pagoda. I can't even, couldn't even get in the pagoda when I was, it was, I was credentialed and couldn't get in the pagoda. Ugh. So we saw famous people. That was kind of cool though, actually. It really was. But we, I, 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 Ezekiel Elliott is not as big as I thought he was. Like I thought he would be taller. I think he'll beat our ass. Oh, I'm sure he could. Yeah, I said a heartbeat. Yeah, I don't doubt that at all. 
right now, but uh, but yeah, he like Tim's uh, Tim's probably jealous. And we were only three or four people back, so I guess yeah. we weren't really too close. And, but yeah, I mean, what, what type of questions would you ask Zeke? I said, I said, I what said, week are you going to injure yourself this year? How many games <laughs> are you going to get suspended? I, didn't know I yelled out loud that Cowboys suck. <laughs> he probably gets that all the time and just drowns it out. Let's be right. Then I was yeah. like, I would like you better if you played for the Raiders. I did say that too. <laughs> I don't think it's like the 80s where you come beat your ass now for, you know, shit talking a team. Well, like, well can, that's your opinion. I, I was very basic. I'm not like those idiots. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna say something so disrespectful. He's gonna come punch your teeth in. Exactly. I just said cowboy suck, and then I said that I would root for you if you played for the Raiders. Not like your mama's a hoe, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I, you know, I didn't say any of that stuff. Or... Yeah. So, why have your numbers dropped off? You know, I didn't. You know. <laughs> You ruined my fantasy team. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so we did that, and then uh, we walked back to our seats, which are we're in turn two. We sat in turn two. So I thought you were in turn three. My bad. No, we're in turn two. So we see the start of the race. We see all. We see turn one, the whole short shoot, all of two, all back straight away, and turn three. So, and then Mikey can take it from here because this was his first experience as a at the racetrack. So let's hear what he took his cherry. Uh, yeah. Um, um, it was like the first couple laps that that was really cool. Um, and then I kind of dozed off. Um, (laughs) I'm not lying. I I definitely tried to skip some laps there. You didn't miss uh, that. I don't think you missed anything because for uh, a while yeah. there, they were just riding. There yeah. was no really racing. All right. I, I, I wish I knew more about it. Like, because you and your brothers, they, you guys were on the way, even on the way home, you guys were talking about, like, I guess the strat. like, I wish I knew more of the strategies and, like, uh-huh. the science and behind, like, the racing. Like, and they were trying to, I, I heard it over the radio too, like, how, they would let they would kind of trade turns with first and second. They would just tr- trade so they can just maybe wait it out and save their fuel and stuff. Sure. Like I guess that's one strategy. And, and then of course, like I knew from NASCAR, like pitting at the right time and choosing when to pit. And, but sometimes you just don't get to choose. It's like you got to go when you, you can. But I I just don't know all the like the nuances behind. Indy and NASCAR and like any type of racing. I don't really know the strategies. And that's what kind of maybe uninterested me about it. But I mean, the noises and the crowd, like that was really cool to see. The last, the last 10 laps. Yeah, that was exciting. Like just put yeah. me in the first couple and the last, last 10 or 20 and then I'm in. Yeah. Well, so, sadly they put, since they put the new arrow screen on the car, the racing it's the aero package. They call it the aero package, which is the 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 package. It's, it's the aerodynamic package, and it's if you have a good aerodynamic package, then there's a lot of good racing. If you have a bad aero package, cars can't get up behind one another. 
which is essentially what we're in now, is there wasn't a lot of passing. But it was hot yesterday. The track was hot. It was greasy. Sun was beating on it. It was real slick. I mean, we saw, I have, there were five crashes in turn two. Uh-huh. I have never seen that many crashes in one spot in a race before. I mean, you might used to see one or two, but not five. So uh, we were pretty busy watching the crashing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how often does like the, because this, the red flag came out. How often does that happen? They only, okay. So there were what that was with, it came out with six laps to go. Yeah. Or five laps to go. And they only did that because they want to assure the fans a green flag finish. Because there was no way they were going to get that 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 crash cleaned up right. in time. They just didn't want the race to finish under yellow. Not like NASCAR where they do oh it's a green white checker. We have to have we have to have a green flag. That that's not it. It's five hundred miles. They did it. The last time they did it was two thousand fourteen. There were nine laps to go. And it's just a not ensure a green flag finish, but they want to do their best to give the fans a green flag finish. And yeah. it was it was hairy there for a while because they were snaking all over the straightaways. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were going, and I, that's not a normal racing line. Like that's actually dangerous. I'm wondering if that's what caused that last car to crash at the end of the race. Oh, Jimmy Johnson but, there? No, no, uh, Sage Karam at the end. Oh, the what he, you know, on the last lap. Oh, and that was, I thought that was Jimmy. No, he was, he's the one that brought out the red flag. No. Jimmy Johnson brought out the red flag. No, I don't think so. I think you're wrong. Really? You're wrong. I, 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 I almost guarantee that was Jimmy Johnson who crashed at the last lap. No, that was Sage Carroll. No, I, I, Jimmy Johnson, Jimmy Johnson. I I know you're the Indy 500 guy, but I was there and I saw it. (laughs) Because I wasn't sitting next to you. (laughs) You could, you could just simply Google it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am right now. Yeah, he's, yeah, Google that. What lap? It's. I'll put Sage. I care. K A R K A R A. Yeah. Crash. Crash. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> huh. It says lap one ninety nine. <laughs> Look at Jimmy. It was a lot of fun, though. We had a good time. Mikey seemed to enjoy himself. Okay, yeah, he was in one ninety fourth lap. Damn it! <laughs> the flyover <laughs> badass, though. That was yeah, cool. both of yeah. them because they replaced. So, okay, so they used to release balloons every year, which I love the balloon release. I thought it was an important part of the pre race. So they would release the balloons after back home again in Indiana. And they took that away because environmentalists complained. All six. No, of them. The, what's happening is there's actually a shortage of helium. 
No, um, they said on the news. There's a worldwide shortage of helium. We're running I out know, of helium. But they said on the news the reason they discontinued it was because <laughs> environmentalists complained about it. That's so funny. Um, so they did a second flyover. So they, the first flyover, they come from in between. They come from the they come from north to south. So they go from turn four all the way down. They fly over the whole racetrack. And they flew in formation. And that was pretty badass. So then when they came back the second time around, they came over turn two. And they like flew apart. Like it was like, not flew apart, but like almost like a, I don't know, like they burst apart. Like they were in formation and they all went different directions. Over the racetrack. It was pretty awesome. The Thunderbirds was the flyover yesterday. So. But. I don't think. And I want to know if Mikey's opinion. I don't think you're going to have to find a more moving rendition of Taps. Than at the Speedway. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I got a little like. Emotional. emotional. Yeah, like yeah. I was the whole that whole like the the Star Spangled Banner. I mean, just all of it. I was like, this is absolutely breathtaking. Almost, it was awesome. But so we have a new champion, Marcus Ericsson, uh from Sweden. He was a Formula One refugee. I think he drove in Formula One for like five or six years. And he drove around the back of the pack, and he did a year with the. In fact, the, his first year, he, he drove one year Arrow, which is the team that finished second and fourth yesterday. So he beat his old race team, and I think they let him go. That's and he signed that's with. That's like putting a knife in, like <laughs> right. He signed with Ganassi, and he won two races last year, and then bang. Um, he was like a dark horse favorite. Like I was people were like, Oh my gosh, I was so shocked that Marcus Erickson won the race. And I wasn't, he was fast all month. He ran in the top 10 all day long. He was in the hunt all day. He turned it on when he needed to turn it on. Basically, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Scott Dixon. So Scott Dixon is the windiest driver in the modern Indy career. He's got like 49 wins, I think, or 50, 48, 48, 49, 50 wins. Something like that. Then he's got, um, this year he sat on the pole for the 500, uh, which was the fastest pole speed ever recorded, over 234 miles an hour. And yesterday he led almost 100 laps, which put him number one on the all-time lap leaders list uh, of the Indy 500. So he's led more laps than any driver in the history of the 500 now. Um, He was leading. He dominated the race. And with 23 laps to go on his final pit stop, he sped in the pits, which that's on him. That's his mistake. So he basically threw the race away. He ended up finishing 21st. Jeez. But and a lot of people. That's a mental mistake right there. That's a huge mistake. And it's, I mean, that's not a bad pit stop. That's not car problem. That is solely on him for speeding in the pits. So he lost that race himself. But a lot of people, because um, Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR, seven-time NASCAR champion Jimmy Johnson, raced in the 500 this year. He raced in IndyCars last year. This is 
He's doing the full season this year. He only did road courses last year. And he's doing the ovals now. And he did the 500. And like you said, he crashed with like six laps to go. But he qual- a lot of people don't like it because he gets a lot of attention because of who he is. You know, he's a NASCAR champion. Mm-hmm. But he's like, well, he finished what I expected. Oh, he, he, he crashed. This is just, uh, you know, rooms like Facebook, Facebook chat rooms or whatever, you know, whatever they are. Boards, message boards. And uh, he finished what I expected. Oh, I'm surprised he didn't crash sooner. Blah, 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 blah. And I even told this to my nephew on the way home. Like, we was talking about Jimmy Johnson. He's like, well, he, he had a fast car and he went backwards. And I'm like, but he's a rookie. I said, that's when I said, you know, the winningest driver in IndyCar who has five pole positions and leads more laps than any driver in history in the Indy 500 sped in the pits. So even you could be the greatest driver in the world and still make a mistake in the Indianapolis 500. So it kind of puts that into perspective as a rookie versus, you know, one of the best in the history of the sport. Has he, has, has, did Scott ever talk about that yet? Like in an interview or anything? I haven't heard anything yet. Um, They probably interviewed him during the, uh, the, uh, I don't know if, if I think Paramount did not Paramount Peacock. They might've done a post-race show. I haven't looked it up yet. I, I'm sure that he's talked about it somehow, but. Yeah, I mean, he's at least been asked a lot about it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, that was almost the second biggest. That's probably the second biggest story of that 500 because he he led the most. Like you said, he led the most laps, and he was the pole guy, wasn't he? His pole position. So I mean, and he, I think he was the favorite uh, on Vandal at least. Yeah, he was. was At the best odds, so. Like and, he, I bet so many people are like, yes, I'm going to win. And it's like, fuck. Our, our Hoosier hometown boy, Connor Daly, led for a while. Yeah, That place blew months. up, didn't it? It always does. They talked Damn. about that on the radio, it's too, like last so year. so loud when he takes the lead. Is his best finish, too, so far? Six? Yeah, he finished sixth place. Yeah, Yeah, he can only go up now. He, he got, He's like, keep climbing that ladder. Yep. yep. He, he did really good. He just he didn't have enough car at the end. I you know, but well, um I hope he went he's gotta win once for Indy. I I mean people really he's he's one of my favorites. I mean he just he tries so hard. He's he's a good driver. He stays out, he don't make mistakes, you know. He just he ran out of car yesterday, you know, just says other guys were faster than him. So Oh what happens. Yeah. And is uh, he on like a big time team now or he, yeah he finally has it's his second year on a on, he's got a full schedule um he's running instead of going from like he only ran the road courses the street courses for his race team he races fred carpenter which uh-huh. is another hometown boy um he races fred carpenter racing and on the ovals ed carpenter would get into a car and then connor would either like in indianapolis he raced for carpenter last year but on the other ovals, he would have to race in another team's car. So this year's his first full year with the same team in the same car at every race. So he's really, it actually had it showed. He had fast, he was fast during the month and um, he ran good yesterday. So pretty excited about it. And he's got a, a that's a, like a three or four year deal with his sponsor, which is Bit Nile. So, like you said, he can only go up. So, so it was a good race. 
I think they need to work on the aero package a little more to get the, to get the cars racier. Unfortunately, we won't have new cars till 2024. Uh, it's, a, it's a spec series. I know. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> pisses me off. But, I mean, that place was packed out. It really was packed yeah. out yesterday. Uh, you don't realize how many people are there till you get in. And I mean, just you, it's a sea of humanity everywhere. Even when we walked out, we you know we were walking out on uh, on uh, on George on Sixteenth uh, Street, you know, and it was just a sea of people, you know, walking towards downtown uh, Speedway. Look, I know, like, uh, what I've noticed is like at like Colts games. Probably they they maybe close off two three blocks maybe. This was like closed off like six seven blocks like <laughs> a whole damn like two mile radius freaking uh probably more than that it was probably like three or four mile radius yeah that they had or maybe five they had cops everywhere like directing traffic. It, Blocking off streets like it was crazy how much they had to blocked off. Oh, and indeed. I, I'd just like to add, I, I feel terrible for whoever has to clean up the fucking speedway. <laughs> oh, you like, just volunteer to do that. Don't I saw pic from pictures from the snake pit. There were like a stack of coolers left and oh my trash God. all over the place, and it was nuts. It was nuts. Yeah, a lot, a lot of schools go in and do it because they get paid. Oh, okay. So uh, they, uh, uh, any like organizations and schools will send people uh, to go clean up the racetrack because of uh, they get paid and it goes to their you know whatever they look you know like I'm sure like a band or something will go in there and clean up or maybe a baseball team you know so they can have money so. Uh, yeah, that's just, it's a sea of humanity and garbage, essentially, is, <laughs> is what it is. But it's a lot of walking. I didn't count my, I need to check my steps. Um, let me see if I can pull my steps up from yesterday. Let's see how far we walked, because we walked a lot of steps. Uh, uh, uh. Weekly, here we go. Sunday. Fourteen thousand steps. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And I, I wish I wish more sporting events did that. Like you could bring your own drinks and beer and stuff and food. Right. Look, I wonder sense. why I wonder why the track does it and not like like Lucas Oil or something. We can bring your own food in and Yeah. Well, the the theory behind there was a big deal like when Penske bought the racetrack that they were like you're not gonna be able to bring in your food anymore you're, and the president of the speedway came in out and said we want you to bring food please bring food we don't have enough vendors and food yeah. places to okay. feed three hundred fifty thousand yeah. people yeah that would so, make sense rather than like the Colts game where it's only like thirty twenty Thousand. 60, 50, 000, yeah. Uh, yeah. We walked 5.4 miles on race day. I walked 6.3 on Sunday or Friday, but I went to two races. So, but yeah, there you go. So, 
uh, we walked a good five miles. And where we oh. parked, so, I mean, that's not bad, five miles, five and a half miles. Yeah. It's good exercise. I walked a mile a day. I'm pretty proud of myself. I walked over to the Village Pantry and bought a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> when we were at Disney, we looked at our uh, steps. Yeah. And I think I think it was uh, Magic Kingdom or Hollywood Studios. I walked, like tw- we, we had like 20,000, over 20,000 steps. Oh, I believe it. But when we park, so we park, the racetrack's at 16th and Georgetown, right? So 16th Street, which is, turns into Crawfordsville Road. But, um, so we, the racetrack's on 16th Street. We park the car on 12th Street. Just so we can, that's so we, we get, we get to it from 10th Street. So, cause we, we pull off, we pull off a of 10th Street or 12th Street, shoot over to 10th Street and they take us down to. Uh, Landhurst Boulevard over to Rockville Road. So we go south before we can even get on the interstate. That's how far they take you out, away from the speedway. Because you could catch the interstate off of 10th Street, which is essentially six blocks from the racetrack, right? That's closed off. And you can't get you can't get on... They, they, and they close off the uh, the exits... Going onto those streets. So we were taking 465 home. Crawfordsville Road was blocked off. 38th Street was blocked off. 10th Street was blocked off. You can't exit onto those streets because they're all one way. They're all, everything goes away from the racetrack. So, I mean, Lyndhurst was one way, taking you all the way out to Rockville Road. So that's a good couple of miles from there. And then the, here's the crazy part. So we're walking or we're driving down Lyndhurst, right? We, we got, so we're off of 10th Street. So you were already six blocks from the Speedway, which is, what, a mile and a half, essentially? Yeah. And we're walking, we're driving down Lyndhurst Boulevard, and there are people walking down Lyndhurst, and I don't know where oh, they're yeah. going. <laughs> and they had to have been a good two to three miles from the racetrack. Oh, maybe they live there. I'm like, where are these people parking at that you would walk this far? Maybe they live out that way. They just walk to the well, park. Or... And my, my nephew's like, those people left probably, they probably left the race <laughs> got over and yeah. we left way after they did and they're still walking. Because we stayed for the, uh, uh, they take the, with the, whoever wins the race to take them out on a pace car and they drive around the racetrack and wave at the fans. Well, that's a good way to let traffic die down a little too. So, well, that's what we did. We, we stay until the driver comes around in the pace car. And yeah, and, and if we wanted to leave earlier, we'd still be standing because it was like an airplane. Like when people, when the people, when the airplane lands, people automatically just get up and they stand in the aisle. That's pretty much what it was there at, on the stairs. As soon as it ended, there, I mean, people were just funnel, trying to funnel out and they were just standing, just waiting for the bottom group to leave first. And they're just, and we're up near the top. So, I mean, it was still, yeah, people just standing up there for 15, 20 minutes, just waiting for the bottom people to leave. And we're like, I'm just going to sit until we can actually move. So, but that's how it was. That's, I mean, so I didn't mind sitting there waiting because, I mean, we couldn't go anywhere anyway. That's true. But, I mean, we've, this is kind of a new tradition we started where we kind of hang around and I don't think we would get out any faster. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
but um, it's another year to the race. So next year, the race will be on the 30th. No, 28th. May 28th, 2023 will be the 107th running. So countdown down the weekend for a while. If I go again, I want to experience the snake pit. Well, you buy your general admission ticket and buy your snake pit ticket. And it looked a lot of fun. Yeah. I always like see like I've seen a couple like videos and pictures of like the snake pit claimed another one and you got somebody like trying to walk and lead <laughs> at the same time. Like <laughs> and people just passed out. Oh dude, it was great. Yeah. I remember when Pat did his uh live sh- uh show once from the snake pit. Back- at least from the infield. I don't. I don't remember where it was, but it wasn't that like when he first started, though. I think he was still a barstool. He was because he was like he was shotgunning beers left and right. Yeah. But. I don't. I'm that snake pit looks a lot smaller than I thought it did. I mean, I was even in the snake pit. Um, they had the uh, um, the Friday concerts. We went and saw Orange Day in the Time and Rick Springfield, and that was in the snake pit. And they have, for the racetrack, so they have the Grand Prix circuit on the inside of the racetrack. And um, so they have these spectator mounds you could sit on, viewing mounds on the inside of the racetrack. And we sat up on one of the hills, and you could see the stage from there. You know, we were in the back, and they weren't horrible. Um, I just thought it was a little smaller than what, I thought it was smaller than what I thought. Um, but... Uh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, even the, even the concert on Friday was a lot of fun. I would, if I had kids, I would not keep the kids around for the concert. <laughs> there was some girl passed out, like down from us, and there was a fat guy, and he had his uh, he he had a poncho on because it was raining, especially during the Rick Springfield set. He's sitting down, and he's got a rain poncho on. And he's peeing. (laughs) 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 Kind of whips it out underneath the the rain poncho and and, and just pees right there on the spectator mound. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, good for him. I'm glad I wasn't walking in that direction, but. You know what? You got to, you got to hand it to him. That takes some balls. I agree. I I mean, but. uh... Um, but I wouldn't keep the kids. There was a lot of drunk people wandering around, and that's just on carb day. And I remember in 2019 when I worked the track, I, uh, um, I was a photographer and I shot in turn three. So you see, five laps into the race, there's still people coming in and out of the snake pit, and they're they're doing all right. You know, they're fairly, they're they're sober, they're they're giddy and excited, and then. After the race was over, of course, I'm walking, and I had to walk past the snake pit to get over to the media center on the inside of the racetrack, near the front stretch. And it was like people coming off a battlefield. <laughs> but these people, I mean, they, you know, they, they're helping them walk. They got their, arm, you know, their arms on people's shoulders supporting them so they can walk out of the snake pit. And people are wandering around aimlessly, and it's... Uh, they they party they, they hard. They claimed another one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Basically, yes, but um, funnier than crap. But uh, I don't know. That race is a lot of fun. It's it's not just the race. It's it it is an all day ordeal, and you know it, it's what you make it. I mean, some people go and they just sit in their freaking seats all day long. Uh, we kind of make the tradition of we walk around the infield section, hang out, and put go to applause. It was kind of neat to see the celebrities. I'm not gonna lie. I thought that was kind of neat to see them come down the steps and. And, uh, you know, it's Indiana. There's no celebrities here. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it was a lot of fun. I, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, you know, my year's over of excitement. So, you know, it, it, my, my excitement level, you know. Might as well go into hibernation until next year. Yeah, it's exactly right. I, <laughs> my load's been blown. That's it. <laughs> I'm done till next Speaking of load being blown. Let's oh, let's God. wrap it up. Anybody got a shower thought? If not, I have one. No. All right. The day before your day off feels better than your day off. Okay. The, yeah. the hype leading into it no. feels better than actually sitting there on your day off. No. No, I I believe that because the whole day like of my day off. But if I have to work the next day, I'm counting down the hours till I have to go to sleep. Like get ready, get ready to go sleep, and uh, and just prepare for the next day. And I'm not really worried. I'm not thinking about. I'm always thinking about what I'm doing that next day, not what I'm going to do today. And then, unlike the day before my day off, I'm like. Oh yeah, I get to I get to do this. I could get to sleep in. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, have a big party. I could do whatever I want. I don't have to worry about tomorrow. And then, yeah, I believe it. I I don't know. I'm I, I yeah I I'm I'm not gonna lie. I enjoyed Friday and Sunday a lot more than I enjoyed Thursday. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. But this Thursday. is my. I had a three day weekend. I had a four day weekend because I went to Carb Day. Y'all <laughs> go to Carb Day with me one year. That's a lot of fun. No, I don't need that many carbs. You, you know, I walked seven, six miles. You would burn off carbs. So why do they call it Carb Day? Carburetor Day? Carburation Day. Yeah, it's Carburetor. back when they had carburetors. They would. It would be the last day of practice before the race. They would. They would finally tune the carburetors in the cars. Oh, okay. So now it's just called Carb Day. <laughs> what should go. it be called, then, since they don't have carburetors? Fuel Injection Day. Fuel Injection <laughs> <laughs> Fuel Injection Day. Taurus, you know what it is. Check out the fuel um. All right, well, thanks for listening to another episode of Hoosier Nerds Podcast. You can catch us at Twitter at Pod Nerds, at Facebook at Hoosier Nerds Podcast. Um, you can listen to us and watch us on on YouTube, YouTube. and also listen to us on Spotify, iTunes. Spotify, iTunes. Uh, shut up. Spotify, <laughs> iTunes. Uh, uh, not, not a lot of train of thought. Good job there, Chris. Amazon. Amazon and... Uh, tune in. Tune in radio. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
You'll never know who your nerds are, but you know, we gotta beat the shit out of Chris. I know where I sleep. 